0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another continuing resolution gets passed to keep the government open. How long will this one last? Given recent developments, House Democrats want GSA to terminate its lease for the Trump Hotel in D.C., and military academies are still dealing with a high amount of sexual assault complaints. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. There's good news and bad news when it comes to federal appropriations. On the plus side, the government will not shut down this weekend, but the best case scenario means federal agencies will stay under a continuing resolution for almost half of fiscal year 2022. A spending bill the Senate sent to President Biden's desk yesterday extends the current CR until March 11th. Congressional leaders say they hope to reach an agreement on spending levels for FY 2022 before then. Top Democrats on the House Oversight and Reform Committee are calling on the General Services Administration to terminate its lease for the Trump Hotel in downtown DC. That's because Mazars, a longtime auditor of the Trump Organization, says it can no longer vouch for the accuracy of 10 years of financial statements that it prepared for the company. The financial statements the Trump Organization submitted to GSA precede the documents in question, but Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney and Government Operations Chairman Jerry Connolly say the Trump Organization may have misrepresented itself negotiations with the agency. The Trump organization officially told GSA last December it plans to sell its lease on the old post office building. The IRS, struggling with a backlog of tax returns, scraps plans to close a tax processing center. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS is canceling plans to close its tax processing center in Austin, Texas, following a recent recommendation from the Treasury Inspector General on Tax Administration. The National Treasury Employees Union says keeping the center open will help the agency address its backlog of returns, improve the overall level of service to taxpayers, and avoid thousands of IRS employees finding new work the IRS closed its processing center in Fresno, California last year. Aside from Austin, the IRS has two remaining tax processing centers open in Ogden, Utah and Kansas City, Missouri. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Navy and Marine Corps officials say they welcome recommendations from a congressionally mandated panel on how to reform the defense budgeting process. The panel is just getting underway. The budgeting chiefs say the two-year planning cycle is slowing the acquisition process. The officials also put some blame on lawmakers for not delivering budgets on time. The military academies continue to see rising numbers in sexual assault and harassment. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. Schools grooming the military's next leaders saw sexual harassment reports double and assaults increase by 20% in the 2020-2021 school year. That continues the trend of increasing sexual violence at the military academies even through the COVID-19 pandemic. Those numbers only account for what was reported and not the number of those who may have stayed silent about their experience. The Defense Department outlined some mitigation efforts, including codifying prevention plans into Academy policy and providing better reporting resources. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Office of Special Counsel wants to measure the effectiveness of its alternate dispute resolution program. OSC is planning to send two surveys, an initial survey and a follow-up one, which will go to those who participate in mediation. The first survey has 34 questions and would ask about employees' experience with mediation at OSC, if they understood the process, if they thought the mediator was neutral, and other questions. The follow-up survey would go out six months later and respondents would have to opt in to take it. Public comments on these planned surveys are open until March 21st. The first ever government wide pulse survey and the customer experience executive order from December are two of the ways the president's management agenda is taking hold. Jason Miller, the deputy director for management at the Office of Management and Budget, says three months after launching the initial thinking behind PMAs, the impact on agencies is clear. Miller says in the near term, OMB will provide specifics around the implementation of the PMA's priorities. This includes naming the leaders and teams who will spearhead the PMA priorities, as well as detailing the action plans and measures that will guide these government-wide efforts. White House advisors are preparing to recommend the creation of a new Zero Trust Security Program office. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Security Telecommunications Advisory Committee says the federal push to adopt Zero Trust is at risk of becoming an incomplete experiment. So the committee is set to recommend actions agencies can take to institutionalize a culture of Zero Trust. The panel's latest draft report recommends setting up a zero trust security office at the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. It also recommends clarifying the alignment between zero trust security principles and federal cyber standards. The committee is scheduled to discuss and vote on the report next week. Justin Doubleday federal news network. The Justice Department has a new leader for investigating crypto crimes. ung Young Choi will serve as the first director of DOJ's National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team. She most recently served as senior counsel to Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco. The NCET investigates criminal misuse of cryptocurrencies and digital assets. Along with the new DOJ team, the FBI has also established a virtual asset exploitation unit. Last week, the Justice Department announced the largest financial seizure in its history when it reclaimed over $3.6 billion in allegedly stolen Bitcoin. And the Veterans Affairs new Chief Information Officer lays out his vision to improve the user experience. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Kurt Delbeni officially became the VA Assistant Secretary and CIO just about two months ago. In that short time, he has detailed a simple but potentially impactful strategy. I think that transformation... Of IT into this modern world, which I think is where the commercial world is going as well. It's a huge opportunity for the federal government overall. I think VA is in a good position to lead here and also be an example of how this is done in the federal government. He says that means connecting two stakeholders and making sure they understand your vision.